Hello, 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 wonderful listeners. Welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast. I'm Tyson Bradley, your host. And today, I have something pretty special to share. And part of me can't believe I'm actually doing this. Because if you don't know, last year, I wrote a book, a full-length book. And it's called Reclaim Your Inherent Identity, The Five Steps to Bypassing Your Brain and Creating Lasting Change Instantly. Now, when I was first writing this book, I intended on publishing it and getting it on the New York Times bestseller list. And what was really fascinating is that there were actually miracles that were propelling me down that path. And as I kept going down that bestseller path, what I realized though is that what I wanted more than just you know having a ton of books sold was to be able to have the most applied book on the planet. And so that changed my focus, that changed my direction to only allowing people that were members of my group to read it. So that it's like, hey, you've paid for it, you can apply it, those kind of things. And they loved it. It was super helpful to them. And some of it have read it multiple times. So I believe it's it's pretty good and helpful. And now what's really interesting is that I've been impressed to share with you here for free. And this is partly why I can't believe I'm doing this. And you might ask, why would I do such thing? And for one, I would just say that when God tells you to do something, then you do it. And then the second reason is that I believe that by giving you my best work, you'll not only benefit from it, but you'll actually consider working with me in the future to actually apply the powerful techniques that you're going to be able to hear and read into your life. So this book, it's it's filled with science and research. It's filled with scripture. It's filled with stories, all in a way to be able to help you know how to change, not just the way you think about yourself and about the world, but to be able to apply a framework that can help you live into and reclaim your inherent identity. Now, the thing is, as powerful as a book can be, I know that at the end of the day, it's just information. And what I really want to do is be able to help you have experiences that transform you. And sometimes I, I host free experiential learning calls where you can dive into some of these experiences. And But the only way in which you can find out about these calls is if you subscribe to my newsletter. So here's what I want you to do right now before we dive into the book. I want you to go to your podcast app, go to the description of this episode, click on the link that will be there which will send you to a place where you can put your email address in for the newsletter. And as a side note, I want to let you know that I'm actually publishing and sending out the written book via the newsletter so you could even read it while listening or vice versa, which if you both listen and read at the same time, I've heard that that's actually a pretty effective way to remember things as you learn and really digest it. So I'm providing both written and audio to you, which is crazy. So let's just say that by joining the newsletter, joining this community, you will be taking some powerful steps towards living into your inherent identity. And you'll also be part of a family whose mission it is to prove 
the idea that God can actually make more of our lives than we can, and that by seeking first the kingdom of heaven, all things will be added unto you. So just like Christ taught, you know, the things that you might be concerned about, whether it's providing for your family or having more abundance or abundance of time or being able to uh, change your habits, your relationships, all those things will be added unto you as you seek first the kingdom of heaven. So I just want to thank you for being part of this journey. And now we're going to dive into the book. So here we go. Chapter 10, Covenants, the spiritually bonding relational commitments that change everything. What are covenants? If we go to the dictionary, this is what you'll find. A written agreement or promise, usually under seal, between two or more parties, especially for the performance of some action. Covenants today are broken all the time. They're not as important in the 21st century, but back in biblical times, covenants were a big deal. If someone kidnapped you, but then covenanted that they would not hurt you, the kidnapped person would rest easy knowing they would be safe. Covenants were the most binding and trusting, strengthening action you could, you could perform. Some covenants included exchanges of handshakes, clothing, food, but most importantly, words. To say, I covenant that I will do this, was like saying, I will do this thing no matter what, even if I must die in the process. Covenants are all about relationships. There is an account in the Bible between Jonathan, the son of King Saul, and David, the boy who slayed Goliath. After David killed Goliath with a stone and a sling, he met up with Jonathan. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant, because Jonathan loved David as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him, and gave it to David, and his garments, even to his sword, and to his bow, and to his girdle. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 3-4 through Jonathan was the firstborn son and rightful heir to the throne, but he knew that David should be the next king. When Jonathan gave David his clothes, it was like giving his identity and birthright. This covenant between the two of them was more than just a promise. It was a binding relationship, a coming together as one person. You take my clothes and I'll take your clothes. You step into being me and become the rightful heir to the throne. You receive all that I have. Covenant as a marriage relationship. Marriage is one of the biggest milestone moments of a person's life. There's almost always a ceremony or ritual tied with the experience. And it almost always involves a man and a woman coming together, exchanging clothing or rings, and committing to an entire life together. Marriage is a covenant experience. When I got married to my wife Morgan, I made a promise to her. I committed to a union with her that would last beyond our time on earth. This was an eternal commitment. As part of the marriage experience, my wife chose to take my last name. A name represents who we are. It is the foundational label we are given at birth. Everything we say, do, experience in life is connected to our name. Every accomplishment, every failure, every first impression tied to our name. When people think about the label Tyson Bradley, they will think about the moments they had with me whether in person, through this book, through my podcast, through what other people have said about me, or through a video they watched of me, your name is your first identity statement. Your first manifesto is, I am, fill in your name. What does it mean to be you? What does it mean to be Tyson, or Ashley, or Jill, whatever your name is? Who are you? 
I love the symbolism of having my wife take my last name. It represents a coming together of identity. It represents an identity change. My wife chose to let go of her old self, Morgan Russell, and chose to step into a new self with a relationship with a new relationship, Morgan Bradley. From my perspective, I chose to share my name. I chose, among all the women in the world, to give a part of my identity to her. Now we go by one name, one label, Bradley. This one label connects us to our other family members with the same last name. This one label connects my children to me and my wife. There is a shared meaning in the name Bradley. I can teach my children what it means to be a Bradley. I can create a culture and a way of showing up in the world that connects with this name label. This one name and identity also expands my ability to succeed. When I married Morgan, I didn't just get a human body to travel with and occupy my home. I got a beautiful woman who plans well, cooks well, supports well, teaches our children well, and contributes her talents and time to make our home better. Her talents become an extension of my own. When she married me, she got access to my talents as well along with an extended family equipped with doctors, dentists, artists, and other talented individuals. Little did she know that when she married me, she would get free dental work from my brother-in-law. Covenants connect us all to one family relationship. We are all connected to Christ. By marrying ourselves to Christ, we get access to His power, His love, His knowledge, His character, and His labels. Think of how many names or labels Jesus Christ has. There are well over 150 names and titles of Jesus Christ, ranging from the bread of life to the good shepherd. There's so much power in every name or label that we give ourselves. Identity is directly connected to these names and labels. You can choose to assign yourself the name of procrastinator or not a morning person and watch the results follow. You can also choose to align yourself with the name of Jesus Christ and receive the following labels as a bonus. Creator, teacher, rock, light, I am, etc. Imagine how much more successful you could be by choosing to connect with and bind yourself to Jesus Christ through a covenant relationship. Imagine how much more powerful you could be by identifying yourself as a light, a creator, a king, or queen. When you align yourself with the truth of who you really are, you win. You get to choose what and who you want to be and then connect all of it to a name label or identity statement. Choosing to create and feel into an identity statement alone has a lot of power. And when you combine it with the other secrets of religion, you become unstoppable. Baptism, the most powerful changing practice you forgot about. If you want to study how to transform yourself or a group of people, study religion. Religions are the original self-help programs. This is partly why I have shared so much of my religion with you in this book. Within religion, you find the secrets to change. This is especially true with the practice of baptism. Baptism is a common practice amongst Christian religions and usually symbolizes the death of your old life and the birth of a new one. Thus, the phrase born again is often used in connection with baptism. In the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, baptism is a sacred ritual where you make a covenant with God. President Russell M. Nelson said, Once we make a covenant with God, we leave neutral ground forever. God will not abandon his relationship with those who have forged such a bond with him. In fact, all those who have made a covenant with God have access to a special kind of love and mercy. In the Hebrew language, 
that covenantal love is called hesed. Hesed has no adequate English equivalent. Translators of the King James Version of the Bible must have struggled with how to render hesed in, in, in English. They often chose loving kindness. Other translations were also rendered, such as mercy and goodness. Hesed is a unique term describing a covenant relationship in which both parties are bound to be loyal and faithful to each other. Making a covenant with God binds us to Him. It creates an unseen spiritual bond that cannot be broken. Even if you fail to honor your side of the agreement, it's a relationship, like marriage, not a contract. It's like being married to the most loving, kind, and supportive husband or wife that never gives up on you, always believes in you, sees the best in you, and does everything in their power to help you succeed. Within a covenant relationship, there are promises made. These promises are found in our weekly sacrament prayers. As you read the following prayer, I want you to look for the commitments you promise to make. O God, the Eternal Father, we ask Thee in the name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread to the souls of all those who partake of it, that they may eat in remembrance of the body of Thy Son, and witness unto Thee, O God, the Eternal Father, that they are willing to take upon them the name of Thy Son, and always remember Him, and keep His commandments which He has given them, that they may have always have His Spirit to be with them. Amen. Doctrine and Covenants, section 20, verse 77. To summarize, the covenant agreement on our side is to do the following. Take upon us the name of Jesus Christ, always remember Jesus Christ, and then follow what Jesus Christ says. What we receive in return is a promise that we'll always have His Spirit to be with us. I kind of rephrased the covenant agreement above in the bullet points, but let me share it in another way so that you see the power of this experience. Every week, I show up to a building with other people who believe and think like I do. I sit down with my family, sing some songs about Jesus Christ, and then listen to this prayer shared above. This prayer encourages me to identify myself with Jesus Christ and become a member of His family. I take His name upon me much like my wife took my name upon her. When I take the sacrament, I am choosing to identify as Tyson Bradley Jesus Christ, or maybe Tyson Christ, instead of just Tyson Bradley. This may sound strange, but when someone says the name Jesus Christ, everything you know about this person comes to mind. His love, his kindness, his teachings, his sacrifice, his example, etc. The Bible, as the most printed and distributed book in the world, is filled with stories about this man. He is the most known person in the world. A large majority of the world would have heard, have heard the label and name Jesus Christ and have connected it to a man who was perfect, loving, died on a cross, and suffered for the sins of the world. So when I take his name upon me, it says and means a lot. It means that I am one with him. It means that I am taking on a new identity and label. Kind of like when you wear a certain brand name of clothing. To wear Harley Davidson clothes says something different than Gucci clothes. To have the name Christ says something different than to have the name Hitler. The label connects you to the person and everything they represent. The label connects you to an unseen power. After I take on this new label and identity, I promise to always remember Jesus Christ. To remember is to think about or remind yourself of. In other words, Every week, I'm promising to think about Jesus Christ 
and not just think about him for a minute or two. I am to think about Jesus Christ always. This is hard. Our brains can't consciously stay on one topic indefinitely, so we can't quite take this statement literally. But what if I intentionally included Christ into every moment of my day? What if, when I write this book, I imagine as if Christ is by my side, helping me along? Or when I'm with my family, I think about Christ's light connecting all of us. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind having Christ's love, power, and light infused into every aspect of my life. This is what happens when we consciously think about Christ. Once I take Christ's name upon me and choose to think about him always, I then choose to keep his commandments. My covenant relationship includes the commitment to take action. This is not just about me thinking about what God wants me to do. It's about actually doing it. To keep a commandment suggests that my action is long-term. I don't just love others, one of Christ's commandments, for one day. I keep this standard of action for a lifetime. The way that Christ acted is the way I am to act. This is to become my new way of life. A person who identifies as a Harley-Davidson fan does what a Harley-Davidson fan does, which is to ride a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. A person who identifies with Nike will wear Nike clothes. A person who loves Disney will do what a Disney lover does. Watch Disney shows, buy Disney merchandise, go to Disneyland, etc. I want you to notice the sequence of the baptismal covenant I am reminded of every single week when I go to church. I take upon myself Christ's name, I always remember him, and then I keep his commandments. Identity to thought to action. There is a reason for this sequence. It is the most powerful process for creating change in the world. Because if I associate myself with Jesus Christ by aligning to that identity, I will naturally start to think like Jesus Christ. And if I start to think like Jesus Christ, I will naturally start to act like Jesus Christ would act. It all starts with identity. It all ends with identity. You choose to create a label for yourself or align yourself to a label, then you think about that label or character, and then you act like that character or do things that are aligned with that label. The thoughts and actions reinforce and remind you of your identity. Putting an Air Jordan Nike shoes on reminds you of the legendary Michael Jordan. And if you put on the shoes and think about who Michael Jordan is and what Michael Jordan did, then you will think and act like Michael Jordan too. By putting on the shoes, you've taken an action that supports the identity of who you want to be, if becoming an amazing basketball player is your desire. The more you learn about Michael Jordan, the more you will understand who he is, what he thought, and how he acted. The more you connect with the identity of Michael Jordan, the more you will find yourself working harder than anyone else, practicing more than anyone else, and loving basketball more than anyone else, because that is what Michael Jordan did. How the Successful Use Covenants One company that does a very good job at connecting people to an identity is ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is one of the fastest growing non-venture capitalist funded software companies in the world. They generate hundreds of millions of dollars every year by helping entrepreneurs build successful businesses. When I went to their Funnel Hacking Live conference in 2022, Many of the speakers talked about identity and its importance in creating a successful company. On one particular night, I listened to a speech from the founder of the company called Credit Repair Cloud. In this speech, he detailed how he copied Russell Brunson, owner of ClickFunnels, in almost everything he did. He copied Russell's Facebook ads, community structure, award ceremony, events, book launches, etc. 
Credit Repair Cloud's strategy was simply this. Copy the most successful software company, ClickFunnels, in everything they do, especially if it works. Modeling ClickFunnels helped Credit Repair Cloud grow to become one of the world's best credit repair services in the world, making over $194 million since 2012. This is a pretty extreme example, but many of the most successful people in the world, and I'm not just talking about money, became successful by learning from those they admire and copying the way they think and act. This is why so many of the successful entrepreneurs within the ClickFunnels community will say, just do what Russell says. After this speech, I went to my room for the night, thinking about identity and how well Russell Brunson was able to create a powerful community and company. I woke up the next day and read the following scripture while sitting on my hotel bed. And under this head, ye are made free. And there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore, I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ, all you that, had, uh, that have entered into the covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. And it shall come to pass that whosoever doeth this shall be found at the right hand of God, for he shall know the name by which he is called, for he shall be called by the name of Christ. Mosiah chapter 5, verses 8 and through 9. As I read this, I related the scripture to ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson, and this was my interpretation. If you follow Russell Brunson, you will be free. You will create a successful business. There's no other company that can help save your failing business. Therefore, I would that you should take upon you the name of ClickFunnels, a funnel builder, all you that have entered into a paid relationship with Russell. Promise to follow what Russell says until the end of your life. Whosoever doeth this will be found taking a picture with Russell and receive a two comma club award because you will know the name by which you are called, which is the name of Funnel Builder. Please know that I am not trying to substitute Russell Brunson for Jesus Christ or God. I just want you to see the principle laid within this scripture. I want you to see that God has revealed in scriptures the most powerful teachings on the planet, and the most successful people are applying these principles. Jesus Christ has the largest following in the world, and changes more people every day than any other person. The example Russell Brunson is trying to copy is Jesus Christ. I believe this is partly why Russell is so successful in every area of his life. The Science Behind Covenants In order to explain some of the science behind covenants, I want to take you back to your first chemistry class. In chemistry, we learn about the periodic table and the different elements that make up our world. Every single element has a certain number of protons and electrons. Sodium, for example, has 11 electrons. Scientists have discovered that atoms like sodium are highly unstable because they have too many electrons. And since the universe is always trying to bring things into balance, sodium is constantly looking for other elements to give its extra electron too. Chlorine is one of sodium's favorite friends because chlorine is missing one electron and constantly looking for someone to give it an electron. Sodium and chlorine attract each other and form a strong ionic bond. This means that they share an electron bond and complete one another. Sodium gives its extra electron away and chlorine receives the needed electron to create an inner balance. Alone, they are unbalanced and unstable. But together, they balance, complete, and create the amazing white stuff that we sprinkle on our fries. Together, they become salt. In a similar way, we are like the element of chlorine, constantly searching for that missing thing. We can't quite describe it, but there is a hole, 
We feel imbalanced, unstable, and experience a yearning in our hearts for something more. Christ is the source of truth and light that fills all gaps and holes. Christ brings balance, stability, and direction to help us fulfill our heart's yearnings. The closer we get to Christ by learning about Him and understanding His nature and character, the closer we connect and start to bond on a spiritual chemical level. The more I connect with Christ, the more I feel at peace because the gaps that are being filled. After enough connection and drawing closer to Christ, I want to form a bond with Him. I do this by making a covenant relationship with Him. And just like Jesus demonstrated his desire to form a covenant bond with Heavenly Father through baptism, we can do the same. This ritual of going under the water and coming back up again symbolizes the death of the old self and the birth of the new self. We are born again because we've created a new compound. We've created a a balanced and complete compound by binding ourselves to Christ. This new me is connected to Jesus Christ at a particle level. We become entangled of one heart and mind. We share the same electron cloud, but are individually unique. Summary. How do I apply this? Overall, covenants are spiritually bonding relational commitments. Spiritual because they represent an inherent eternal internal desire to live into our godliness. Bonding because they represent an unbreakable connection with higher power. Relational because they represent a loyal, faithful, and eternal love. Commitment, because they represent a choice. You get to choose whether you want to make this kind of commitment. Many people run away from commitments like this because they think that if they mess up, that everything will be ruined. This is a lie. To make a covenant commitment to live into your new identity gives you guaranteed success. When you apply yourself to the inherent identity method, and you think about it as a spiritually bonding relational commitment, you gain access to Jesus Christ's power. Jesus never loses. He is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving. By choosing to partner with Christ as you live into your inherent identity, you're choosing to win. Your only job is to remember who you really are and to keep the commandments associated with your inherent identity. Your only job is to remind yourself of your identity statement. Feel the spirit of the truth of it, and then act on it. Identity to thought to action. This is the key to creating any change within your life. Hey there, it's Tyson again. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this part of the book and to remind you that as much as this information can help you, what I really want to do is to be able to provide experiences that can transform your life. And the best way that you can get to know when those experiences may happen will be to go to the podcast description of this episode, click on the link that's there, and put your email address in for the newsletter that I send out every single week. So you'll also be able to access the written book in this newsletter, uh, but wanted to let you know about that and... Hope you have an amazing rest of your day and stay tuned for the next part of the book. We'll see ya.